This is the running down. This is the running down. This is the running down. And if you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. Sentence, why you gotta talk so much? Not trying to fuss, but I'm in a rush. See you moving them lips, but not on this. So you ain't say I tried to be polite, but you ain't acting right. Sit your pretty ass on this bed, make a V shape with your leg. That's it, baby. This head, I just wanna get fucked up with you, with you, with you. I just wanna get fucked up with you, uh, with you, with you. I just wanna get fucked already. Hey, already, already. No, I just wanna get fucked already. Hey, already, already. No, I just wanna get don't 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 all right, y'all, that was uh, Elijah Blake with a acoustic remix of his hit song, I Just Wanna. Shout out to Hot New Hip Hop with that video. Uh, on guitar was Nick Lodo. Uh, shout out to all y'all, man, and uh, that's going to be this moment's weekend music. Welcome to the show. This is... Your boy CL, and I thank y'all for joining me right here on the Rundown Sports Podcast and uh, doing something a little different, something a little uh, change of pace when it comes to the sports podcast. So, you know, I just wanted to start off by just sharing that. I thought that was something cool that I just seen on uh, my uh, endeavors online, I guess you could say. So, uh, shout out. Tell me what y'all think about that. Y'all can uh, definitely check that out in the show notes. Definitely, if you liking this podcast, you can come on over to therundown.com to get this. And every time it comes out, just uh, going on over there to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and uh, you can get this nice gem every time it drops. Now, let's just get into it because I don't want to take a lot of y'all time. I don't have a guest today, and I'm ready to turn up. So, shout out to the uh, Golden State Warriors. Y'all did y'all thing. Y'all won the championship over LeBron James. And the thing that people are really looking at is the fact that uh, LeBron didn't have his whole team. And you know what? That is a valid point. He didn't have his whole team. But the thing that you uh, need to look at going further is how far did he get with only what he had? And if you could just keep him healthy, what that would look like. I think a healthy Cavaliers team probably would have mopped the Warriors. And that's just uh, my true believing. Now, you're going to have my, you know, they added Mozgov, J.R. Smith, and uh, Shumpert. But you're going to have uh, Tristan Thompson, and then you're going to have Anderson Verjao, Kyrie Irving. Uh, and I'm sure they'll do something on that bench to really shake things up. Uh, so I'm not worried about the Cavs. They'll probably smash out through 
the East with no problem. I think uh, Chicago's run is over. Uh, the Heat are going to be making some noise, but got to check on them. Got to see how my Pistons going to rock out. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm just going to go toward all of my my hometown allegiance. Um, anybody taking the Hawks serious? I know a lot of people down here in Atlanta don't think so. Um, and I don't know. I have to see something really change because I don't think they'll ever get past LeBron. I think that's the worst thing that could happen is a healthy Cavs team every year beating down the Hawks without a prolific scoring attacker. Um, <clears throat> well, we can say that for another day. <coughs> now let's talk about the winners. Uh, Golden State, going to have a tough time getting back to the finals. Um, a lot of good teams in the West. But it does show you that this era is changing. No longer are the Lakers and Spurs in power. We have new teams that are coming up. We're going to have the Houstons and the Memphis and the, the Clippers. They're all going to be in the mix. But if nothing really changes with these teams, because a lot of these teams are hamstrung by the salary cap, bad management, and just a lack of available upgrades at certain positions so to me the golden state warriors if they can keep you know 80 percent of this team together i don't see why they shouldn't go back there's no reason why they shouldn't go back and see lebron again next year unless there are some major changes now if you want to throw out there lance and make them dance going uh over there to uh the clippers as a major move kind of sort of because Lance is like a bigger J.R. Smith. You really don't know what you're going to get him. I like what uh, I mean, Hassan said about J.R. Smith, which is he's like a uh, hotel room toothbrush. You know, as soon as you get one that you can really use, you're throwing it away. And I think that's the same situation that's going on with Lance Stevenson. It's something that Doc feels like, you know what, we need it. And the moment we get something that's actually reliable long-term, we're getting someone else. So it is what it is, and you got to make runs with Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and uh, Blake Griffin all in their prime. You definitely have to do what you have to do to make those runs. There's no, uh, But, you know, Doc... I, we know the struggles that Doc's having. And I can't wait to get somebody on from the West Coast to really come down and talk about what is that team really doing um, and when it will come time to have that tough uh, conversation about Doc and his GM duties uh, with the new owner. That's coming. Don't worry about it. Now, speaking of coach GMs, just across the, uh, the line here, uh, looks like Mike Budenholzer, has been uh, promoted to general manager and looks like Danny Ferry has been removed from his position. Hmm. Let's see here. Now, I am going to go ahead and take a wild guess as of why they would do so. For one, after what Danny Ferry was caught up in, uh, basically, he had been put on the NFL, the NBA's equivalent of a uh, commissioner's list where you just get paid to go away and not show your face. Uh, so after that, 
you know, died down and nobody could really attach the controversy to the Hawks anymore. You know, you had people like Dan Levitar who would go from time to time talk about the racist purgatory that he was stuck in has finally been released. So uh, what he's going to do after this uh, work for an, another NBA team going to be hard to do. That was one of those things where you might have to change jobs and go somewhere where somebody doesn't know anything about you. Uh, because at this point, you're pretty much done uh, in the league after some the comments that were said. And even you can say what you want, but if you got enough moxie to really say those things, especially in a recorded conversation whether you know it or not the thing if you're okay with saying those things and not and not showing some type of disgust when you hear those things then it's obvious that you're not far from echoing those same sentiments so that's my thing it's if it's if it's plain that it's offensive then it should be plain that it's offensive to you. And if it's not, then that obviously tells me a lot about who you are when you go home at night. So good riddance to Danny Ferry. Um, you know, it's it's I credit him with the, the work that he did put in in helping these Hawks get here. Uh, but I'm sure Coach Bud is going to do a great job. And by that, I mean he's going to have a structure similar to the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, I'm going to call them the San Antonio Hawks in a minute. And basically get a guy that he trusts to run that whole thing while he works on the coaching part of it. And they'll be all on one accord. And I do have some people from, you know, fans of other teams that doubt the ability of the Hawks to sustain a, an actual run. But, I mean, they're, they're not far from it. So, I mean, they're a couple steps from being a real contender. And it actually starts with somebody who's bigger than Al Horford to play the five. Now, since we started with music, I guess we're going to end it with music. A couple things of note. Uh, Lil Wayne signing with Jay-Z. Not with the record label, but with title. So, this is a couple things that's going on with uh, the title and and Lil Wayne going over there. So Lil Wayne is still on cash money. He's not going anywhere. Uh, supposedly this new album is supposed to be coming out on July 4th called uh, Free Wheezy, which could be uh, basically him saying, let me go. Uh, I mean, is this, this kind of reminds me of, you know, the locks getting on Hot 97 and crying to Puff to tell them to give them their publishing back. <laughs> you know, it kind of reminds me of something like of that effect. So I'm I'm curious to see with the whole title shift, uh, <clears throat> him and Nicki Minaj both uh, putting all of their music in title. And I think that's going to be a big move because Lil Wayne has a lot of music. Lil Wayne has so much music out uh, to be accessed. Uh, it is a big move for title in itself. Now, the thing that I'm worried about it is there's just so much competition. And I don't think anybody really is paying attention to uh, what's going on with title. And everybody's worried about, uh, you know, the profit numbers not being right and, you know, the business not going to court to play it. But 
this is the thing. This is what Jay-Z does. He's a businessman. You're going to lose money on some of these things. But the overall goal is to build it and then sell it because there's too much competition in the streaming music industry for title to really be viable and to catch on because it's not going to have all of the music that you're going to want and it's not going to be viable to for you to just get that exclusive content now some people who are really fans of these artists will flock to it uh but in the end of the day they'll end up selling it to pandora or they'll sell it to uh you know, Spotify, somebody will buy this app and it will come up into a bunch of money for everybody who's a part owner with it and will probably be getting residual income. You know, this is not the first hip hop uh, or just music influence app. If you look at that boy, Ryan Leslie, he got some venture capital money in a lot of startups. So y'all just look at what it is on the surface but it's really much bigger than this little wayne is positioning himself to get some real non-music i can't even say non-music but non-music funneled uh money and with little wayne being pretty much the most recognizable uh figure in music some exclusivity for his content will really boost the brand i gotta see what's coming up next we gotta see some some type of uh, HBO style shift to where this becomes very viable. Um, now, and just in this, uh, I want y'all to just pay attention to the, uh, the new structure of the rundown sports, which is now going to become the rundown South. Um, y'all take a look at the site. It's going to probably, uh, begin to flow in some new content. Um, I'm in the process of hopefully getting this young writer to come participate on the site uh, to do some uh, stuff for my Falcon fans out there. Um, but besides that, I'm going to be taking a few issues uh, head on, going socially, uh, and we're going to really talk a little bit more about business and the fact that, you know, when it comes to sports and music, it's a lot of money in this. So we're going to have a few conversations about the money people are getting off of this industry. And we're going to talk to some of those people. So if you love sports or you love music, you might not be able to make it in the league or you can't get that record contract that you've been pursuing. I'm going to help you find some people who are doing this, who are working with these industries and making money doing it. You know, it's it's a lot out there. So, man, y'all stay tuned. Y'all let me know what y'all think. It's your boy, CEL. You can find me at CEL, the main event on Twitter, podcast, and the website at The Rundown Sports on Twitter, which will be at The Rundown South soon. Uh, y'all keep it up, and uh, thanks for joining me, and I'm out here. Peace. <laughs>